Potters. Welcome to episode 169 of Cospod Podcast for all things cosplay. 69, dudes. No, that's 169. Yes, we are actually that old. I'm scatterbrained today. <laughs> it's that kind of Friday, you guys. I'm sorry. I face palmed, you know. Yeah, you, you guys may or may not have actually seen it on the vid, but she actually did facepalm pretty hard. I did a legit facepalm. I don't know if you, I'm going to, when I go back and I edit this and I hear the smack, I'll be like, oh, I did that. <laughs> I do these things purposefully to make her do that. Yeah, she really does. I was never the class clown in school, only when I hit adulthood. Kind of makes up for all of it. <laughs> At any rate. Uh, you guys will notice that we are not at a convention this weekend, so we hope that those who are at the conventions are having a wonderful time uh, roasting in the heat. We are in the air conditioning, for which I am grateful. <laughs> there are no lines. I have glorious food. I have clean bathrooms, for which I do not have to wait behind other people. Home con is best con. No con funk. Yeah. Hashtag best con. Best con. I think... <laughs> Somewhere I read there's like 33 or 35 cons just in the U.S. this weekend. And Lord knows how many internationally because it's just gotten to be an insane big number. But it's summer, so kids are out of school. Perfect time to do cons. Plus, with it being the summer season, this is basically when a lot of the guests are taking a break because all the big TV shows and movies are taking a break. So, of course, if you want to get all the big names, summer's the time to do it. Since they don't have money. gigs. Right. Th this is their downtime. Kind of like our downtime. So, you know, there is that. Speaking of downtime, we have not really had any. <laughs> downtime been... does not exist in our universe. <laughs> We've been still working on things. Yeah. Meticulously. Things. <laughs> yes. And since you have your example handy, you can go first. I figured as much because you're uh, frantically tracing. Yes. Still. <laughs> Well, I don't have my dress form behind me, as you've noticed, because I am in the process of reworking my top uh, for my Snow White costume in the process of getting everything sewn up and stitched. And I realized I had pulled an oopsie and I made it too tight in certain areas. So it started shifting upward way too high. And I was like, well, that's not right. This does not look good. So I'm remaking the top. Go me. Oh, I got plenty of fabric I'm not too worried actually the first top I made fits really really nicely and I may just keep it for some random Renfest garb that I may wear down the line because it works perfectly for that I mean why not no reason throwing it out so I'm remaking a bunch of things but mostly what I've been working on is my ridiculous amounts of applique I'm going to show you some of the pieces that I have made because the applique on this is just strange they're these weird not quite filigree filigrees that have roses on it and just whatever so it's a little hard to see with the webcam because of the way that it is and it's red red is a little hard to photograph but it's a satin base and i did zigzag stitches all the way around it and it is an applique it is a true applique it is a heat and bond on the back so i'm going to be heating these onto the bodice and then stitching them into place so that way they're a little bit more secure but these are two of the rose pieces and here is some of the gnarly filigree that's gonna also go on the bodice again a little hard to see because of the camera but it's a nice gold with a really cool gold thread around it um i'm digging it it came out really nice i'm happy with it and then the other part of the bodice wah, so much i still have more to go this one still needs to be stitched together before i start doing the rest of it it's just 
And this is only the top. This does not include all the madness on the bottom of the skirt. I printed out the stencil and the design for it, but I don't think it's quite big enough. So I need to go back in and resize it and just, that's gonna be massive amounts of work. So I'm steadily getting there, just kind of chugging along as best as I can. Um, probably the best place to find updates would be on my Instagram, because pretty much any time that I finish one of these little suckers, I take a photo and stick it on Instagram. <laughs> Still so much I have to do and so much that I have to cut. Um, I was mentioning this to Amber earlier that I think she'd be really proud of my cutting skills because this is all pretty intricate and really small holes everywhere. And so far I've done a really nice job of keeping clean, simple cuts on all of this using my little manicure scissors. Yay, these are a lifesaver. I'm so glad I got these. Because even just this little bit that I was working on earlier, I'm just flying through cutting these out before I smack them on. They're not just for manicuring kits. No, they're they're really great on fabric, especially if you get the nice ones. So yeah, that's pretty much all that I have. I don't really have anything else going on. It's just been applique and zigzag stitches. So much of that. <laughs> all right, your turn, Amber. So as Val mentioned, I am frantically tracing um, because speaking of cutting out small things, so you guys can see my lovely uh, filigree halves. There, there are actually two of these. <laughs> They're a little slippery because I just Mod Podged them. There. You can see the two filigree halves of my little circlet that I'm redoing because my styrene one that I had tore. I'm so sad. It broke in half. Lame. And I cut this one out with manicure scissors. But styrene is just too frail for filigree work like this. It actually, it literally snapped in a few places. So I ended up doing a two millimeter foam instead. Nice and floppy, but much less likely to literally snap so i'm doing that and i salvaged all my little gems which these are little tulip things from back in the day they're nice and shiny you just paint the backs of them and they turn into whatever color you want so i did that and then i gotta pull up my picture uh i think i still got it This is the bolero that is not actually finished, but it's really, really close to finish. So I spent a metric boatload of time uh, <laughs> doing puffy paint. <laughs> uh, you guys know my love-hate relationship with puffy paint. So basically, whenever I do that, I can only do one panel per day. Yes, per day. Because the little sensitive muscles in your forearm get so exhausted that your hand literally shakes for the rest of the day. And I can't even hold a pencil or a pen and write properly because it takes such fine motor control. So it took me a little while to do this. The gems are not actually attached. The gems are placed there for the photo, mostly so I can just kind of it's the equivalent of basting for me so that I can kind of get an idea of how I want it to look and which size of gems to use. As you can see on my uh, table from that picture that I have several different sizes of gems that I'm using. And I will have that finished once those are tacked down and then I can work on the corset once I purchase boning, which has to unfortunately wait for another paycheck because yeah, my body is breaking because I'm getting old. And so there are bills to be paid. 
but pretty much that has been my work for the last i'd say week uh i finally ended up purchasing the zipper i need to finish the zelda overdress and then i can start doing the painting because i've finished pretty much all of the sewing that i need to do i just need to finish off some of the raw edges so that they don't ravel because fabric does that it's evil unless of course you get woven fabric what fabric unravels nah what are you talking about it unravels at the worst possible time and in the worst possible place this yeah. is how this is how holes in pants occur yeah yeah this is where picking shears come in handy not gonna lie yes and if you don't have a set of pinking shears, or there are some fabrics that genuinely will still ravel if you cut them with pinking shears. In which case, you have to basically finish off the edges, which is what I'm going to end up doing on the Zelda dress. So I already have the facings cut out, I just need to stitch them down. It's just been very, very hot. And we've had a lot of random summer storms blow through that tend to take the power with it. And it has made it a little difficult to work on cosplay when you are both lazy and, un and unmotivated and you have no power with which to work on it. Yeah, working in the dark is kind of difficult. Will not working lie. In the dark and you don't have access to any of your tools that require power, like hot glue guns or sewing machines or gemmels or fans with which you, you know, dry your stuff. They're very well, let's just say that you don't understand the value of them until you actually cannot use them. Unless, of course, you want to do the equivalent of the mechanical flashlight, in which case you could have one of those sewing machines where you have to sit there and pump the pedal to actually make it work mechanical style. No. That would be hilarious. No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I am good. I, fully I don't know, <laughs> I don't know so a single sewer that would ever use such a thing. Heck no. Sewing is not that important. We will wait for the power to come back. <laughs> this is coming from someone who did a lot of hand sewing as a kid, so I don't mind hand sewing, but ever since I got this Viking, like if, if I can't sew on that, I ain't gonna sew. <laughs> no hand sewing? No hand sewing. I avoid hand sewing like the plague now. <laughs> oh, but hand sewing is great. No, no, it's not. You haven't tried my Viking. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> But hand sewing is also extraordinarily zen. It's, that's why I do my embroidery. I think that's the closest I'll get back to hand sewing. Otherwise, this thing is like a hot knife through butter. It's so good. <laughs> and now we need very white in the background. You know, bring the lights down. Hearts everywhere. Oh, yeah. We'll use this <laughs> one for three seconds before we get a copyright strike. <laughs> Oh, uh, we, we actually get 10 seconds. Oh, woohoo, a whole 10 seconds. <laughs> you can tell that Val really likes her Viking. I do <laughs> like my Viking a lot. Best gift ever. But that has pretty much been my cosplay work. Um, I actually ended up being so happy with how the skirt for my rogue turned out, which is actually the first time I've made a full circle skirt. Like, I know a lot of people are going, really? Like, I've made a lot of skirts and a lot of dresses, but I've never made a full circle skirt. Mostly because I never had enough fabric to do it by the time I was done. So I liked it so much that I think I'm actually going to make Deedlet my next project. Nice. And just do the simple green tunic. Like, no armor, none of the fancy other stuff. Like, literally, just the green tunic. 
and then the little gray like hand warmers and like warmers that go with it but just that because i can actually make it a two-piece dress because i can just make the upper half and then i can make the full circle skirt at the bottom with the belt as the yoke so that i can just literally attach it on and it looks like dress that has a belt nice and i have a bunch of spare fabric that again i'm trying to use up and it's like oh oh that's just the right color Hey. Nice. <laughs> nice. The, the head bob made it really sealed the deal there. I do try. You really do. <laughs> I try really hard. But yes, so I think that's what I'm going to do once, you know, I'm just about done with the rogue. Once I get the boning, it's pretty much puffy paint, insert boning, finish assembling corset. It's done. And then Zelda is pretty much insert zipper, do a metric boatload of painting, and then it's done. So basically I have my light at the end of the tunnel goal way off in the distance kind of thing for me to work on later on. Nice. But see, at least it, there's a light. That's a good thing. It's coming yeah. together. Plus there's more puffy paint. <laughs> All the puffy paint. Hey, man, that... Uh, I have to look at my shelf because I needed to be sure. Uh, tulip metallics, not the glitter stuff. Do not use the glitter stuff. Don't use the glitter for the love the of glitter crap. stuff is terrible and it's it horrible. doesn't have the same consistency as the metallics. The one is actually labeled metallics. Both the gold and the silver, I can vouch personally, are some of the best things I have ever used. If you don't want to do machine embroidery and you just want to draw it on there. You can choose if it's really thin or if it's really thick. I prefer it thick because it kind of shrinks when it dries. It's extremely consistent. It's usually pretty good about not getting air bubbles until you're about halfway through the bottle. And even then when you do, you can just kind of gently shake out most of it. I actually, I was discussing with one of my friends online earlier. She's like, I don't know how you get it so steady. Mine explodes everywhere. It's like, no, you don't understand. It pooted twice on me. You just don't see my mistakes because I had to hurry and clean them up. But yeah, it, it explodes on me. I promise you it does. I say some very choice things when it happens too. Because puff paint is one of those things where it's kind of like resin. When you get it into something, it's very hard to get it out because it's designed to go into that medium and stay there. So yeah. I promise you, there are mistakes on that. <laughs> you just don't know until I tell you. I think one weekend, I just need to give you the camera so that way you can record one of your painting sessions just so we could have it and then we could put it on the website. We could put it on <laughs> Facebook. I think it just needs to exist. Like, yes, this is the magic that she does. See, maybe for when Halloween comes around, because we all know that we do a ton of crafting for Halloween because we all make costumes for Halloween that maybe we'll use that as the after dark is I'll just, we'll do a craft recording session, except it won't be censored at all. <laughs> well, I'll do, I'll do it this way is like, if we could probably just keep your voice out of it. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times on some of my speed videos with embroidery. Cause there are times where I make very vulgar noises. <laughs> what was it? Somebody, uh, it was on Punish Props blog. Somebody just posted uh, progress shots of a couple of daggers that they were making from, uh, 
I'm imagining this is probably from some sort of video game or movie type thing. I'm, design. I'm going to say God of War. I think I know which that, ones you're talking about. That was the one I thought. And uh, somebody posted, swear words are carving enhancers. They are. <laughs> there is power behind swear words. They make you craft better. <laughs> they do. And they make you feel better, too, when you make the mistakes. Mythbusters have proven this. <laughs> they did. Medically, it is actually true. If you swear, it actually decreases the perceived level of pain. NPR actually did a, an article on it as well. So there you go. Mythbusters and NPR have approved this. It is totally okay to swear. <laughs> Anyways, I believe that's all that we have for cosplay updates. <sighs> Let's move on to the body of our show. I believe you have a tutorial for us. I do. Since I've been doing nothing but applique, it occurred to me that we haven't really had an applique tutorial, at least not a proper one. I've shown you embroidery. We showed you the puffy paint method. One day, Amber will show you how she magically does her puffy paint greatness. But I was like, why don't we go ahead and do a tutorial on all this craziness that is applique and show you guys a couple of different ways to make this happen. So hope you enjoy the tutorial.
Hopefully that proved helpful to you guys. Of course, we always welcome feedback on our tutorials. So if you enjoy what you see, or if you would like us to do a tutorial on something in particular that is troubling you, you can always contact us. Our email address is podcast at cospod.org, or you can hit us up on any of our social media, which you can find here. As well as our new website. Now I've got things switched around. Website! Yay! We have a brand new website. Go us. Yes, it's the same website, just a different design. So it we haven't shiny. like moved anywhere. We're still at the same place. We, we just have this new shininess to it. It sparkles, but not in the Twilight way. <laughs> I made really bad spirit fingers, sorry. <laughs> but do check it out. We would welcome feedback on it. And of course, we would also love for you to join us and the growing number of people in our Discord channel where we talk about not only all things cosplay, but just all things chat in general. We've, we've talked about some pretty random things in the chat, but we do keep it family friendly. We do keep it civil. So, you know, this is somewhere where we would like everyone to be welcome. So other than that, do we have anything else to discuss? That's all for this episode. All right. Well, we would like to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. We hope everybody's cosplay. I was going to try and make something out of cosplay and escapades, and it just doesn't come out of my mouth the way I see it in my head. Cosplays? <laughs> I made a face. I don't know if that works. Uh, we hope everybody's cosplay times are going wonderfully this weekend. Uh, feel free to send us pictures, send us progress shots. We would love to see them. Please keep them family friendly because sometimes we share them on our show. Otherwise, we will see you guys next episode in episode 170 of Cosplay the Podcast for all things cosplay. Happy cosplaying, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.